This episode of Brie Hunter is Fucked is sponsored by the Wild in Bed podcast. You know I've mentioned before how much I want sex during the lockdown, and it seems I'm not the only one. I was reading in Grazi the other day about a man who has 5,000 women a day listening to his erotic fantasy audios. Apparently, it takes women right into their fantasy as if they were experiencing it for real. Now, I have to say I was a little skeptical, but honestly, listening to his podcast and then listening to one of the free audios on his site, I can really see how he's making the lockdown a whole lot more interesting for a load of women out there. Why not go ahead and check him out? He's at Wild in Bed, spelled W-Y-L-D-E. All right, episode 14. All right, 14. How are we feeling today, Al? Feeling great. You know, it's, it's one of those days where it's just everything's going all right, nothing wrong happened. I got a haircut for the first time in like four to five months, so that feels good. I know. I literally feel like my hair right now it like is like 100, like you know my hair. I'm like, my hair is like that of a gorilla. It is so fucking thick. It's crazy. And I haven't gotten it thinned out in five months. Like, there could be, like, a small person living in my hair right now, and I wouldn't even know. Like, <laughs> it's that dense. I, 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 I cannot I wait to go I imagine your hair gets hot, week. right? It gets hot, in like, in, like, in the sun? Oh, yeah. It's, like, I always tell people, like, between that and my boobs, like, it's, like, built-in insulation. Like, <laughs> you know, they just keep me so warm. That's why I'm always hot as fuck, probably. And it's my hair is dark, so, like, in the sun, it's, like, a laser beam just going straight through my head i love la but i'm like my body is built for like siberia like i'm <laughs> I'm living in the wrong spot so yeah i don't even know speaking of siberia and traveling places i've um i really am trying to get myself into fight island for the ufc um what is that it's like where it's literally the island that Dana White has bought so they can have fights and not have it be, um, you know, like regulated because of the pandemic. So That's I'm trying to I literally told my friend Kim, start sending your nudes to like UFC fighters, send your nudes <laughs> to Joe Schilling because we need tickets to Fight Island. So um, I'm not above pimping my friends out for this. It's like Fight Island or bust is basically my attitude right now. What about pimping yourself out, though? Just your friends? No, yeah, just my friends. Uh, listen, I have, like, a reputation I got to keep up with. You know, I got to be... Course. They're not going to hire me as, like, a commentator if I bald half of the guy. You know what I mean? Like, you got to keep yeah. it... You got to keep it semi-profesh, even with UFC. Um, but, yeah, so... But Dana White also was, like... I mean, as usual, he's, like, pissing me off because I bought ESPN Plus because they said you had to buy it in order to watch the fights... And then once you buy it, they're like, oh, and then it's like an extra $10 for this. Oh, and then it's like, you know, an extra $20. It's like the airlines, basically. Like you bought what they told you to bought. And then he's like, or they, you bought what they told you to buy. And then he's like, oh, you wanted to like watch the fight visually. Like you didn't want to just experience it, you know, telepathically. Oh, then that's another $40. Like, oh, you wanted to watch it on a screen. Oh, sorry. That's another 60. I'm like, okay, before I know it, the fights are costing me like $90. And like, you know what, Dana, like we, 
Dana, we're in a pandemic, okay? I can't be dropping $90 on a fight to sit here in my kimono with my unshaved legs and watch it by myself. Like, there should have been, like, a price cut due to what's going on. So... You know what's free most of the time? Professional wrestling. Oh, WWE? What does... does Yeah. Is it... It's free? I didn't even know that. Yeah, well, the the special events are uh, through their service, which is only $10 a month. But uh, everything else is free. Yeah, it's all on, you know, USA and... Uh, I don't know what other channels they have. Um, I don't even know. I uh, well, actually, speaking of wrestlers, I was very impressed with um, as you see, Stone Cold Steve Austin like went off on yes. that chick who was like defending the Confederate flag. He like you know read her the riot act literally like in all caps. Like that was like my favorite part was he was like an angry he was like a pissed off woman. Like he texted back in all caps <laughs> and put this chick in her place. And nothing turns me on when, like, an, you know, or nothing turns me on more than when, like, a white alpha male is, like, you know, does the right thing like that. Oh, and absolutely. That, I'd have, I would have sex with Steve Austin. He's a man. Uh, yeah, he's really hot. Honestly, though, because I'm not a boy, like, I, like, the way I remember Stone Cold Steve Austin is because he was always on, like, the WWE cookie or, like, the ice cream cookie. Do you remember what oh, I'm talking about? Of course. Yeah, the beige ice cream cookie. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember, like, like I would always see that when I was at the town pool. It would be, like, Stone Cold, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, on a cookie. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this guy's fucking doing it. Can you imagine being He's- so famous that, like... Like, how many people, famous or not, really, can say that their face has been on an ice cream? Other than cartoon characters. Like, who else has been on an ice cream? That's a good question. You don't, you don't really see humans on ice cream that much. No. Besides wrestlers. Yeah, I don't recall, I don't recall ever seeing like any other professional athlete or any other celebrity on an ice cream cone. That's actually that's my new goal. Like that's how I'll, I'll know I made it is when I can have ice creams like with my face. Like how dope is that? Like having like an edible version of yourself. Yeah, a brief freeze. I like it. Um yeah, so that's what's going on in my life right now. I'm also now like following all of these boxers from the UK, which is like, it's interesting, like how so many people have picked up like useful habits and useful like interests like during the pandemic. And for me, I'm basically just like becoming like a frat brother. Like I'm digressing and I'm becoming like a, like a 20 year old college guy during the pandemic. That's like my claim to fame. Now I'm like into this boxing thing. Do you know who Eddie Hearn is from the UK? I've heard the name, but not particularly. Eddie Hearn is basically like, or I would I would compare him to like the Dana White of Britain. He's like a big boxing promoter. And okay. he is, Eddie Hearn is so hot. He's 6'5". Like I would ride him like Space Mountain. Like he is <laughs> really cute. And I think it's, it's not just that he's like hot, but he's like really funny. Like he has like a great personality. And that just like, that does it for me. And then when I found out, because I kind of felt like he was like tiny and then when I found out he was 6'5", I was like, fuck me up. This guy is too much. You got to check him out, though. He's hysterical. And he has like a bunch of like, you know, like fake accounts on Instagram, like dedicated to like whatever he's doing. Like I cry. Mm-hmm. Whole meme accounts dedicated to him. So what is this guy doing? Why is he brought up? He is a boxing, a famous boxing promoter, probably the top boxing promoter, I think, in the UK. So yeah, why, are we, just, why are we talking about him? Well, they just announced that um, Tyson Fury, do you know who he is? The Gypsy King? Yes. He's like one of the top heavyweights in the world, or the top heavyweights in the world. 
um, is fighting. Um, I don't want to fuck this up. I think his name's Anthony Joshua, who was like the other top person. I should know. I clearly have much more to learn, but I know it's like a huge deal. And they just entered into an agreement that they're both going to fight next year. So it was making headlines all this week. Okay. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, I love how everybody's like making plans for the pandemic, like three years out. Cause like nobody knows <laughs> like tomorrow is not promised. So people are like, they're like, yeah, like we're going to do it in 2023 when hopefully everything oh, is no. like semi back to UFC. normal again. There, there's already UFC happening. Isn't that true? All right. Well, UFC and wrestling. Yes. Those are basically the only two sports. I know that they're trying to get other sports. I know Florida just said that they could do like, I think college sports. So I Who think knows? they're re- they're reopening all sports very soon. There's a there's going to be a uh, like a some sort of announcement with all six major sports commissioners together to reopen sports. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I want things to reopen. I just am like not convinced that we're out of the woods with this pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Clearly, you know, there's a reason why I'm not head of the CDC. So, um, apropos. <laughs> I mean, I- I guess no. I don't think anyone is willing to do it longer. I think a majority of America is, uh, is you know, running to the streets right now because there's in such need of of culture that I don't think if you're the government, I don't think there's anything you can even do. If you, even if you wanted people to stay in, I don't think it's happening. I know it's. I don't know. I feel like I feel like irresponsible, but I also like I do miss regular life. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, again, like this, this show is like titled Brie Hunter is Fucked because of the way that my life has gone the past 27 years. So the likelihood of me being the one, like one of the ones that dies is like so high. Like that would fucking happen to me. You know? Yeah. I survived like all this other stuff. Like I was doing totally fine. And then fucking coronavirus takes me out at 27. Like, you know. And actually speak. This- I'm sorry. I'm laughing. It's a funny it's a funny thought. No, it is. Fun. It's fun. Yeah, for me, it's hysterical. Like I, that would be me. And then I always say too, like I always, like my friends, like my close friends have explicit instructions that like, if when I die, you need to, one of you needs to come to my house immediately, smash my hard drive and smash my cell phone. Like, I don't want anybody knowing, you know, any of my shit. Like there are things on my phone, there are DMs, there are photos that should never be unearthed by my loved ones. So somebody needs to come over and destroy all of that. Yeah, like dump acid on my hard drive. I don't care what you have to do. Hey, as long as I can have your uh, vinyl records, I'm happy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, like whatever you want to co- you want to come get, you know, all $206 of all of my earthly possessions, by all means, come and take it. Um, I'm taking your ottoman. I love your ottoman. Yeah, take my ottoman, right? That, that was $4 right there. I don't have a will or anything like that. But then the other thing I told them, too, is like, you know, you need to make sure... I look good in the casket. Like, don't, I don't want you relying on the funeral home to do my makeup. Like, you need to hire a professional <laughs> makeup artist. Like, that is my dying wish. Like, so, so do you, do you want to have an open casket? Um, yeah, I want everyone to have one, you know, one last look at the goods. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I told them, it, I said, you know, I, drain me, Can like, we- they could drain me of my bodily fluids so I look thin, but then throw me in like my nicest dress spray tan me down, you know, have someone come professional, do my hair and makeup. And then, you know, you could even prop me up in the casket if you want. That wouldn't offend me. See, that's a weird thought. Do do hot people still look hot when they're dead in the casket? That's a good question. 
well, thank you for calling me hot, but also I, I better look good in the goddamn casket. I'll pay top dollar, but I need to look good in that <laughs> casket. And I also want to be, I want to be wheeled into my wake um, 20 minutes late because I want to die as I lived. And I've never shown up to anything on time in my life, as you know. So I don't think that, you know, in death, it should be any different. I'm like, the people should have to wait for 30 minutes and then just wheel me in like propped up. So, you know, that's I always, I always thought it was weird that at a wake, the body is already there. There should be an entrance. Like a grand entrance? Well, listen, you could do whatever you want. Yeah, like wrestling. You want to hear something like really morbid and terrible? And I, I think it's hysterical, but every time I hear the story, people get like so upset. I one time was going to the wake of like a, she was like my, you know, fourth or fifth cousin, whatever. Like she was old too. Like she was like 92, 93. I was still sad, but she had a great life. So it wasn't like some tragic death. My mom and I roll up to the wake. We walk in, we're late, of course. And we're looking around and she's like, do you see anybody we know here? And I'm like, no, I don't see anybody. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, we are late. Maybe people came and they left. So I walk up to the casket and it's not my cousin in the casket, oh, my no. aunt in the casket. It's like some other old woman. And my first instinct is like I start laughing because I'm like, oh my God, who shows up to the wrong wake? But so now I'm giggling after looking in the casket Everybody is looking at me like, what the fuck is like? And then my mom, because we have like contagious laughter, like she starts giggling and I'm like, oh my, we have to get out of here right now. We have to get out. It was so bad. And then like the more that like we were waiting, like the funny, I was like, oh my God, like these people. How, can you so, imagine so showing you up to somebody's wake and laughing? the wrong time or the wrong venue? We just showed, we was in the wrong room. We didn't realize there was two rooms. So they were having like, there was like a body upstairs and a body downstairs. <laughs> And we, of course, Dana and I went to the wrong one. So I was like, okay, so that was not great. And then, yeah. Um, lesson learned. Lesson learned, for sure. Mm -hmm. So um, apropos of nothing, I've been into like redheads lately. Or do you have like a redhead fetish? Or do you find like redheaded no, women? No, not at all. You know what I like? I like the unnatural redheads. I like when they like a, particularly a Hispanic girl puts on some fake red hair. I like that. That's about it. Interesting. Like Natalie Marie, like you like that kind yes. of a look? Yes, all about that. A little okay. too fit for my taste, but absolutely. What about like, but what about like um, Joan from Mad Men? Like that's not, she's not hot? I mean, she's just a beautiful hot lady, of course, but not because of her red hair, no. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what's going on lately, but like, you know me, person. I have like weird tendencies and like right now... I'm just super into, like, the ginger thing. Like, I don't know what's going on, like the, but... Like the Ron Weasleys? Yeah, like Ron Weasley. Like, I don't know. You know me. Like, I just go through... Like, next week, it'll be something completely different. But right now, it's, like, the redheads. And... But I've never, like, hooked up or had sex with anybody who's redhead. So I also, like... Is that, like, true? Like, is it true that their, like, pubes are red? That's, like, a real thing? I, I, I think it, it, it varies. I once asked a redhead friend of myself if his pubes were red. He said no. He said his were black. Interesting. So I guess yeah, you're I'm, like a I'm special sure special redhead if, you're, if your pubes are red. So that's not like across the board. Like that is like you're yeah. like touched by the hand of God if your pubes are red. <laughs> I've seen redheads with uh, black eyebrows or brown eyebrows. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that too. I feel like they usually have lighter eyebrows. Um... That's so weird. I never thought... You know what else is interesting to me? Like, nipple color variations. Like, I always thought that, like, 
you know, like if you're Caucasian, you have pink nipples. And then if you like <laughs> are African that you have like, or like of African descent that you have brown nipples. And then that was it. I didn't realize that white people could have brown nipples. Like Lena the Plug, you know, the porn star. I've yes. been following her um, pregnancy very closely on Twitter. And she posted a picture and I was like, oh my God, she has brown nipples. And I don't, I don't know what her ethnic background is. Like I, it, she could be like something, but I was like, oh, I had no idea. Fascinating. I've, I've, I've seen them before. It happens. But you know, it also happens a lot uh, when someone has fake breasts. Uh, sometimes their, their nipple uh, changes a little bit. It gets a little darker. Uh, really? I did not know yeah. that. The, I didn't know the color could change. Yeah, I mean, when when you, when somebody gets breast surgery, sometimes the nipple stays completely the same. Sometimes it expands, and sometimes it shrinks. And uh, when it shrinks, it tends to get a darker color. I did not know that. That's fascinating. Wow, look at you, Al. Like, <laughs> I'm an expert. You have like a whole life. I feel like I don't know about this week. I said to you, like, I was convinced that you're secretly a furry. Like that you're one of those people because you're so into Disney that you like to dress up as like a Disney character or an animal and have sex with people. And you know me, I wouldn't judge. That's like my favorite episode of Entourage when drama. Oh, and Turtle, of course. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's Turtle and then he won't do it. So drama goes instead, which is fucking hysterical. I feel like I feel like that's what you do. And you're, you swear you don't and we'll take you at your word. But I swear I don't. I, I wouldn't be as afraid as Turtle is in the show. Like, I don't think there's anything to be afraid about. It sounds like an interesting idea. I'm not, I'm not against it by any means. Right. I just don't see any attraction. To having sex with the with the suit on. Yeah, because that, that kind of takes away, like, what's the, the best part of, like, sex. Right, the body. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting you say that, too, because this week um, my cousin and I were talking about this chick from my hometown who will obviously remain unnamed. But we were talking about her and my cousin was like, oh, yeah, but she's like a sweatpants slut. And I had never. Have you heard that phrase before? No, I'm kind of I'm trying to piece together what that could mean. That's what I said. I go, what's a sweatpants slut? And she's like, oh, it's like a slut, but she dresses like you know, grody or like she dresses down like so you don't know. Like she's not, you know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, I, know, I, had I, know, never... I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I had never heard that before. And then in my head, I was like, oh, that's true. She is a sweatpants slut. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, so if she's a sweatpants slut, that makes me a nude prude because I'm a nude prude because I like barely wear clothing, but I also barely have sex with anybody. So I'm mm. like, I'm the nude prude. And then I'm like I'm what I'm what one in uh, in the in the old times might refer to as a tease probably. Probably. Um, I, I, I think I think a lot of uh, a lot of online uh, dates you've had would probably agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever though. Like, I feel like you know how I feel about that. I feel like you can't necessarily. I mean, people are gonna judge no matter what, and that's fine. But, um, yeah, like, I dress the way that I dress because I like my body. I like femininity. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, being sexy. And listen, like, one day, like, these bad boys are going to be dragging on the ground. They're going to be like a <laughs> like an old basset hound. My grandmother used to have, like, an, a basset hound named Busky. He was so old that his balls, like, his skin would literally drag <laughs> across the ground when he walked. And when I look at my body, I'm like, yeah, it's all good right now. But like when I'm old, like my boobs are going to be dragging across the floor. Like I'm going to have to knot them and throw them over my back just to play with my grandkids. So I want to capitalize. What? 
Tie up your breasts. Yeah, why not? I'll just clip clip them back. But yeah, I want to capitalize on this now because it's not going to be like this, you know, forever. Everything's not going to be right and tight forever. So why Mm. not? Um, And again... I have a feeling you're going to be one of those 80-year-olds that are still like... You know, putting on their makeup, still like dressing attractive, all that shit. I have a feeling you're gonna do that till the day you die. Oh, a hundred percent. Why the fuck not? Like that's the I, I don't know. I told you, like that's my favorite part about being a woman is like expressing mm. your femininity and like absolutely being able to be sexual and. But, but, but here's a hot take. I find the sweatpants sluts hot. You? Oh, why? Yes. When I see an attractive girl in sweatpants and in a baggy T-shirt, I'm I'm a little attractive. I couldn't tell you why, but I'm a little attracted to it. Well, I'm I'm speaking of somebody who's not very attractive and also wears oh. sweatpants and also is a slut. It's not oh, like yeah, she's then, then hot, she's just like dressed out, down. Just that out that's sexy. When a girl is like hot, but she dresses down, like that's hot. I'm just talking about a girl. Yes who is a very average woman, and, and God bless her, because the world needs all types, but um, she's like that. And then, you know, like, when I'm home, I can't go to 7-Eleven without running into four guys that she's fucked. Like, that kind of a person. <laughs> and it's fine, and it's fine, and it's all good, and God bless, because, you know, whatever, but I'm just saying. I The, the reason why it was prompted was my cousin had told me that this girl's father was, um, you know, saying like some was commenting on how another girl dressed and I was like not for nothing but he really shouldn't you know he has no room to talk because Mm -hmm. and then you know it kind of just spiraled from there but whatever it's fine um do we want (laughs) to this episode of Brie Hunter is fucked is sponsored by the wild in bed podcast You know I've mentioned before how much I want sex during the lockdown, and it seems I'm not the only one. I was reading in Grazi the other day about a man who has 5,000 women a day listening to his erotic fantasy audios. Apparently, it takes women right into their fantasy as if they were experiencing it for real. Now, I have to say I was a little skeptical, but honestly, listening to his podcast and then listening to one of the free audios on his site, I can really see how he's making the lockdown a whole lot more interesting for a load of women out there. Why not go ahead and check him out? He's at Wild in Bed, spelled W-Y-L-D-E. Speaking of hometown, I actually wasn't planning on talking about this, but it was like in the news lately. You know I'm half Italian, half Sicilian. Um, mm-hmm. This Christopher Columbus situation. And we've actually talked about this before on the podcast, like just as like a passing whatever. But yeah. like this kills me. Like my own damn people are like, you know, fighting for the Christopher Columbus Day and statue. Like as if there aren't a hundred other Italians or Italian Americans who we could celebrate. Instead, we have to, you know, celebrate the Jeffrey Epstein of the 1400s. Like, that's the yeah, best and, we and, can do. And Columbus wasn't even Italian. Which well, is no, no, he thing. was Italian, but he was working for Spain when he was ex- is that, an is explorer. That what it was? Um, so he, yeah, no, no, no he, the, the name Columbus doesn't sound Italian. I have never met one Italian named Columbus. Well, not, yeah, neither have I. The whole thing is fishy. But he also didn't even discover America. He, like, discovered the West Indies. Like, the whole thing is fucked. Yeah, no, he discovered what, what the it West is, Indies. It's, it's, it's Italians. Are, old Italians are afraid of change. They're threatened oh, by yeah. change. And that's what it is. They're just, they don't like the change. 
I know. They have like, you know, like the Knights of Columbus Club. And I remember like when I was dating um, the mayor of my town, I was dating his son. Like this poor kid, I gave him like, I probably like traumatized him because I would go into their house and I would see like a letter from the Knights of Columbus. And as soon as his dad, the mayor walked in, I'd be like, what the, what the fuck is this? Like, I, and he would be like, what's wrong? And I was like, and I would go into my whole thing about Columbus and he was like, oh, I know, but it's like, whatever. But I was like, it's embarrassing that we can't just agree that we should replace him with somebody else. Like, we can celebrate Indigenous People's Day. Everybody can have the day off, which is what I feel like half of the public is worried about. And then Italians, like, we can find other Italian-Americans to celebrate. Like, he is not the best we can do. He was actually a terrible person. He had syphilis. He trafficked, like, 12-year-old girls. He cut the hands off of people who didn't and, bring him. And we're, him. we're still talking about Columbus here? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's not, he's not a good person. Mm-hmm. And he stole credit from Link Erickson. What, what's that about? Wait, um, what'd you say? He did what? He stole credit from Leek Erickson. Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot. He oh, did that's not who... discover America. Yeah, Leek Erickson. See, and then like yes. SpongeBob being woke as fuck. Like they knew enough to celebrate, <laughs> you know, Leek Erickson. Like, so I, so I looked it up by the way, and sure, uh, the Republic of Genoa. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, Miss Italian lady. But sure, that is where Italy is now today. But when he was born, that was not Italy. So he is not Italian. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, you know, again, like he literally was the Jeffrey Epstein of his time. I'm like, as an Italian, I would hope that that's not indicative of our entire cult. Like I would literally rather have have them erect like a statue of Polly Walnuts. Like, you know... (laughs) Than the this Jersey, fucking dude. The Jersey Shore Boys? Yeah, literally anybody. Like, there are some, like, Lady Gaga, Italian. Like, I posted this <laughs> on my Insta story today. Like, Marissa Tomei. Like, oh, in My Cousin Vinny. Um, Frankie Valley. Like, yes. I, like, anybody. Like, there are so many other good Italian Americans, and you're like, no, like, let's stick with the fucking dirty dick, pedophile, murderer piece of shit <laughs> to re- like we could just rededicate the parade you guys it's not a big deal you know, you know what happens though is say you you choose frankie valley instead and then 200 years later they're going to find some sort of dirt on frankie valley and then there's gonna be some sort of protest against frankie valley no because i know i went to school and i'm friends with his daughter so i happen to know no, he's a good person i stand <laughs> You're by friends with frank valley's daughter well, I'm sorry, his granddaughter. Like my she's her name's Olivia. She's an incredible person. Um and was she, uh, her was mother she a, Tony was she is a his big daughter girl? or one of his daughters and she they're both fucking riots. They're amazing. So I will stand by that. No, he's a good Italian and he can be um on the statue. So okay. but there's it's I'll, not to I'll say that there's it. somebody else out there who we can't dig shit up on like who knows. Somebody suggested Madonna, and I was like, fuck you. I'm not, it's not going to be Madonna with her, like, god-awful, like, bathtub video she made during the pandemic. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, and, she, and she's definitely uh, drank some baby blood, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to lend credence to QAnon theories. You know that, but it's true. If, if there's anybody if there's anybody who's done some weird shit, like, it's definitely it's Madonna. Madonna. People like to accuse, like, Angelina Jolie of doing stuff like that, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure she's, like, a little bit weird, but I don't know that she's, like, a baby... I hope she's not a baby blood drinker. Like... I, if, I had a, if I had a bet, she wasn't, but, you know, 
she looks like the person that would. Well, she's she like... Not, she does not look normal. Speaking of blood, do you remember when she was dating Billy Bob Thornton and they were like carrying around like vials of blood from each other and like people like shit all over them for it? Like... I didn't, I didn't know that. I know I they dated, but I didn't know that happened. Yeah. No, they did. And I just am like, I mean, to most people that was so weird. As a kid, I thought it was weird. But now that I'm older, I'm like, what's the big deal? Like I... <laughs> <laughs> well, he, she also... Uh, kissed her brother on the red carpet. Oh, that's a big that's deal. That's gross. Yeah, like, yeah, like kissing your brother on the like. I love my brothers, but like, I'm not kissing them on the li- like. That's there is no state of elation in which I'm gonna like kiss one of my family members on the yeah. lips. Like that's I, I like th- a I little. Think family and listen, members I'm, in general. You know, I have like backwoods. I'm like 25 percent backwoods. Like I have some backwoods blood in me. I'm still not kissing any close family members on the lips. Like that's weird. <laughs> you can't do that. That's very no, bizarre. Yeah, I, I know some people that grew up uh, kissing their, their moms and dads on the lips. And I think that's even a little strange, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's weird to me. Like, I'm not going to, like, you know, kill you for doing it. But, like, I think it's... I'm not going to ever do that with my kids, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Well, I will say, though, that, like, it's funny because the Italians are, like, one of those cultures that are very physically affectionate. I mean, not, like, stuff like that, but... I mean, grown men will kiss each other on the cheek and there's, it's like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, not kissing on the lips, but like, are Puerto Ricans like that? Like, are they very physically affectionate? With, with family, yeah. I mean, I, they don't do the whole uh, guys kissing each other thing. But, uh, no, yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of love, a lot of amour, as they say. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, Italians are like that, too. Like, and that's, like, one of the things that I, like, I definitely like about the Italian culture is, like, I've said this before, but it's, like, we know how to feed you, we know how to fuck you, and that's, and that's pretty much it. But those two things are important. <laughs> like, sustenance and sex are important. So, you know, yeah. I feel like, you know, it's, it's not the worst two things to be good at. Um, but, yeah, those are, like, in my mind, like, those are our two claims to fame. Have you ever had sex with an Italian girl? I'm trying to think. Um... No, really? Well, I've had I've had sexual relations, like uh, not full sex, but other stuff. Okay, okay. Well, you fooled around, and how how was it? And um, you better answer good. this question very carefully, Al. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm I'm very much into Italian uh, girls, uh, not like young girls, <laughs> girls my age. And the reason I say particularly girls is I don't like Italian women. I don't like when they grow up past their 30s. That's what I have a problem. What? What? Why? Yeah, I, I've, I've worked a lot in New York. And for people listening, in New York, everyone's Italian. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so every job I have, I have some sort of receptionist or person I work with that has that, you know, New York Italian accent. And they're just all in your business. They want to know who you're dating, uh, what you're eating. They want to know all that shit. And sometimes it's just a fucking headache. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we could be kind of nosy, like, you know, we need to have all the intel. We definitely, like, well, I'm the same way, like, you know me, like, I turn into, like, J. Edgar Hoover when I want to know something, like, I am, like... <laughs> yeah, so, like I, like I said, I love Italian girls, they're beautiful, I'm even a little Italian, love the Italians, I'm not, uh, not really fond of the middle-aged Italian woman. <laughs> Interesting, I didn't know that. So you'll take an Italian girl between the ages of like 20 and 35, but anything after that is like a no-go for you. Even 35 is pushing it a little bit. I oh. think 30, 
And oh then, then I'll, ta- I'll take them back. I'll take them back at the 60s. You know, once they <laughs> become an Italian Nona, then I'm back on board. Do you think, like, I feel like women or, like, people always like, like, Latina women or Latina girls because, like, they're spicy, which I agree. And I, and then they also almost always have, like, a nice ass. Like, it's just, like, given, a given. Um, Do you feel like you could say the same about, like, Italian women? Like, I feel like Italian women are pretty, like, you know, spicy for the most part. Like, not all of them, but. Yeah, I I think that the modern Italian woman, because, you know, maybe, like, the older Italian women from back in the day, they might you know, close their mouths a little bit in front of their abusive husbands. That was kind of the deal. But these days, Italian women are, kind of do speak their mind, just like a Latina. And I think they kind of, they kind of blend a little bit. A Latina and, a, and an Italian girl kind of blend these days. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. I feel like I have that. Like, I for sure have, like, that, like, spicy, like, hot-tempered. Like, I recently came to, like, the conclusion, like, I could now admit that I have a rage problem. Like, I have an anger problem. And I get it from my grandfather, who's 100% Sicilian. Like, and he told me that one day, too. He's like, yeah, like, I have, like, an anger problem. You probably get that, you know, you probably get that from me. And I was like, no, I I 100% do. (laughs) I am, like, I can go from zero to 100 in, like, two seconds flat. Like, I just, Mm. and when I am, like, rageful, like, I borderline blackout. Like... (laughs) It's you're, so very, you're very opinionated. You, you you have feelings and you express them. And I, I think that's a good thing about you, Brie. It's a good thing right up until you're like pulling down the window treatments in your home and using, and using the rod to hit your brother over the head. <laughs> it's amusing right up until that point. But yeah, no, we've gotten into some, uh, some like literal knockdown drag outs in my house. And um, yeah, I'm very fiery and like very hot-blooded. I'm, I'm working on it, kind of, sort of. A little. Um, I hope I hope to be a better person one day, I think. You, you, you meditate a lot, right? Yeah, I do. But it's like, you know, it's like, it's so funny because I'm like so good at it. But then again, like the minute that I get mad, it's like, oh, go to your happy place. And then like the other side of my brain is like, fuck that shit. Like, let's beat somebody up. Well, like, let's Let ruin someone's life right now. It's, it's the classic Seinfeld serenity now. Sure, you can have a mantra and keep bottling the shit up or you can just let it out. And I, I think you're doing the right thing, Brie. Yeah, my mantra should just be like, you know, you're too cute for jail, it's not worth it. You're too cute <laughs> for jail, it's not worth it. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely have to get that in check. My grandfather's hysterical. I feel like he actually would be a great guest on the podcast because, like, he has the craziest stories. He was court-martialed. He was in the Marines for four years, which is like, not even that long. And inside of those four years, he was court-martialed four times. And wow. he managed to actually be, like, honorably discharged. I don't know how. But he hmm. was, like, he's a nut. He's had, like, all kinds of rage incidents. He one time was arrested with his boss in New York because he started a fight. And they all ended up getting arrested. Like, he's, he probably would be a great guest. He's, like, a... This is your mom's side? Yeah. It's my mom's father, and we definitely have the same, like, you know. I I told you the other day that he's, like, he's banned from the New York Rangers blog, and I think one other sports blog, because he was, like, threatening people (laughs) on the blog. Do do, do you call him grandpa, or do you call him... uh, Poppy. He's my poppy. He's your poppy. Okay. Yeah. And um, he's just, uh, you know, he's a riot, and I think he would be a good good guest for the show. He definitely would entertain us. 
Well, are, are we going to fly him in or are we going to get him on the phone? We'll probably get, I mean, at this point, I've got to keep him safe. So we'll get him on the phone. But um, no, he, he for real, he has like some good stories. And um, we just can't get him like too, too inflamed because then like, God forbid, he'll have like a heart attack or some shit. But he's a, uh, no, I think he would be a good guest. Actually, right. speaking of, um, well, not speaking of, but with everything going on with race in this country right now, he was once, I don't know if he was just kicked out or arrested, but he was down south, like in like when he was in the um, in the military, he went to like an all black club with another cadet who was white, and they were up in like the whites only section. And he was like, there were four people up there. He was like, and we were looking down, and there were like some really hot girls down, you know, in like the the quote unquote like the black section or like the colored section, whatever they called it back then. So he's like, so we went down there like to go flirt with them and dance. And um, it was not good. It did not end well. Like, again, wow. I can't remember if they were arrested or if they got in a fight and they got kicked out. But that was not, yeah, like the mixing was not welcome. But he was like, yeah, like there were some hot girls down there. Like, that wasn't going to stop me from, and I was like, again, typical Sicilian. Like, they think with the <laughs> other head, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Believe me, I do. Anywho, all right, we're hitting... The 35-minute mark, do we have any closing thoughts, any remarks, or anything for this episode? Um, I, I I just think we should have your grandfather on. I think that sounds like a great idea. Okay, I'm down. I feel like, and actually next week is uh, is Father's Day, so that would be like a oh. perfect time to do it. Yeah, so, may, so maybe, maybe a little surprise for the listeners, we'll see. I like it. Um, yeah, no, he would be great. He would love it. So, all right. So, Dave Venary will be on next week, hopefully, or in the in the. Can we have weeks. him on with Ron Jeremy? That'd be wonderful. Oh my God, I would die. They probably agree on a lot of things politically because my grandfather is, um, like I said, he's Italian. He's an ex-Marine, but he also is an atheist and a liberal, which is like very mm. uncommon of Italians. Um, so he would definitely like. I feel like he probably would get along with like Ron Jeremy. Um, yeah. And they both got big schlongs. We, we, we know that. Oh, God. Ew, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but probably. But also, I don't want to think about it. So, God only knows. You can ask him, but don't tell me the answer. <laughs> that could be like a guy conversation. Um, but yeah, on that note, we'll, we'll end on schlongs. We'll end on Italian schlongs. That's like a good place to end the episode, I think. Um... But yeah, so everybody stay safe. We love you. The twins and Al and I wish you a good week. And until next time. This has been a Lughole Podcast.